G'day and thanks for joining us for this week's Two Ticks Town Talk, a segment of the Australia Talks podcast. I'm DK. And I'm RD. Please enjoy this segment from the regular podcast. Okay, so it's time for the Two Ticks Town Talk and this uh, probably when I say the name, you you will probably know exactly what's qu- captured my attention on this one, DK. The town we're going to today is Maree in South Australia. Now, it's a small town located in the north of South Australia, about uh, 590k, 360 miles north of Adelaide. And it's at the junction of the Udnadatta Track and the Birdsville track. Uh, it's a service area for the large sheep and cattle stations in the area, and a lot of tourists uh, who are travelling along Birdsville or Udnadatta track stop over there. Uh, the area is the home of the Dieri or Diari uh, Aboriginal people, and the major areas of employment are mining, agriculture, and accommodation services. So a few factoids about the town. Um, The town was home to Australia's first mosque, which was made of mud brick and built by Afghan Kamalis employed at Mari's inception. So at the turn of the 20th century, the town was divided in two, with Europeans on one side and Afghans and Aborigines on the other. It's such a... Like, I did, I knew about that, and that's always seemed to me such a quirky bit of history because you'd never, yeah. ever pick it, right? <laughs> but once you realize that the Afghanis were there with the Cameliers, and, like, then it it makes sense, but it just seems so out of place. It does. It it does, and it just, it's, yeah, it's... It's not. You're right. It does seem out of place, particularly as time goes on and people forget what was going on and the importance of the Kemalis at that stage too. Uh, it was originally known as Hergot, String, Hergot Springs after German botanist uh, Joseph Hergot, who discovered springs in the area. And it was in 1911. It was still known as uh, that for the census. It was changed to Mari in 1917 due to anti-German sentiment during World War One. Uh, so it became a, a major cattle head. Sorry, a major railroad for the cattle industry. Uh, and as we know, we've heard uh, of the Garn before. Uh, it was on the, the root of it. We've mentioned that previously in Two Ticks Town Talks um, and the major rail history. That basically, they sort of got a, they actually got a little bit dudded. In 57, the standard gauge line got uh, built from Murray. Um, then that made, and that uh, to facilitate the movement of coal from Lee Creek to Port Augusta. So it gave them a bit of industry. Uh, that was a break in the gauge on the Garn service because uh, the rest of the line was uh, still narrow gauge. Uh, then in 1980, the narrow gauge was closed from Murray to Alice Springs uh, when they rebuilt further west. And then in 1987, the standard gauge line to Murray was closed north of the coal mine oh. and it lost all railway connection. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. So poor buggers, they sort of lucked out in the end. Now, here's something he did. Murray is also the home of Tom Cruise. That's Tom Cruise spelled K R U S E. He was one of the men who drove the mail trucks from Murray to Birdsville in Queensland. They had to do 700 kilometres over sandy and stony desert in Australia uh, in fully loaded trucks. And they were saying it's a remarkable feat to make the run at all, let alone bloody fully loaded. So Even today, in with yeah. modern gear. Oh. You know. Even today, exactly. Yeah, so that was yeah, that was pretty funny when I saw the name Tom Cruise. But what caught my eye, um, reputedly, though I think it's a bit of a hyperbole, my eye could have actually been caught from outer space. So I'm talking, of course, about the Murray Man. Uh, what's the Murray Man? The Murray Man is a geoglyph which lies on a, a plateau of arid land, approximately 60K west of Murray, and can only be viewed in its entirety from the air. So a, a geoglyph is a large design or drawing that's made on the surface of the earth that contrasts with the surrounding terrain. So there's geoglyphs all over the world. Murray Man is arguably the second largest, um, but yes, it is something that's uh, common. So. The Murray Man is 4.2 kilometres long, 1.7 miles, 28 kilometres around the circumference, 17 miles. I, I knew of Murray Man, didn't know it was that big. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's way bigger than I thought. Same here. I wouldn't, wouldn't have even guessed close, close to that. So that gives an area of about two and a half square kilometres or 620 acres, and his penis is 400 metres long. <laughs> so, yeah. so the lines outlining the the figure uh were 20 to 30 centimeters deep that's about eight eight to 12 inches deep uh when they discovered it and up to 35 meters wide 115 feet uh the geoglyph depicts an aboriginal man hunting and holding either it's either a woomera, which is a, a throwing stick that you use with, with spears, um, or a boomerang. It's not 100% clear. Um, though the man depicted is not from that area due to his headband, hairstyle, and the, the scarring. Which I had, like to think that yep. he is a conductor. Uh, and conductor? He, he's conducting an orchestra. Oh, that's but it's just it's just it's a interesting. Stick, so left, left field thing to say there. Well, I mean, it could <laughs> be. Why just say that? Because it's just it's like a stick. He looks like oh, yeah. he's conducting something. Oh, you know. Okay, okay, I can see that now. Well, look, people who haven't seen uh, Murray Man, uh, there'll be links here in the podcast notes, so you can um, you can look at that, or there'll be li- the same podcast notes also appear on the R slash. Australian subreddit. Uh, so yeah, the actual the man depicted's not from the area. Uh, it's more synonymous with someone from Central Australia around the Musgrave Ranges. And someone noticed in nineteen ninety eight that there's a statue, um, a, a Greek one, 
uh, of of Zeus that they found at the bottom of the Adriatic Sea in 1928, and it looks like the outline of that matches Murray Man, but in reverse. Ah. Yeah, so the first person to spot the figure was a, a bloke, an outback pilot called Trek Smith, who observed it from the air. T-R-E-C, haven't heard that name before, but there you go. Uh, so he he saw it and he came back into town. He said it was so big, he assumed everybody would know about it. Uh, landed back in town and mentioned it. Nobody had any idea what he was talking about. They thought to be that, fair, though, it is <laughs> kind of in the middle of nowhere. Like it is, yeah. it, it is. But I, I, I suppose you would look at it and you would think something that's that bloody big. I mean, it's in it's in sort of um, uh, native title land, so there might be restrictions there. But I can imagine flying over and seeing something, you know, two and a half kilometers long, and think, "Wow, that's interesting." I, I wonder what the locals think of that, and coming back and them thinking. Oh, he's a little bit mad, um, and they said he could see it from six thousand feet. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, so, so yeah, I get what you're saying. It's it is it is in the middle of nowhere, r- really. In the like when you have a look at it on uh, Google Maps or something, you'll see that yeah, there's there's not exactly a McDonald's nearby. <laughs> so. Uh, the public and media reaction, the figure is mainly positive. Uh, the advertiser, the state's only newspaper, uh, was saying they want the figure to be made permanent by excavating the outline down to the white chalk layer beneath. It wasn't excavated that far, but apparently there is a, a lower um, layer of chalk. And at the time it was discovered, there was a native national native uh, try going on to determine the, the traditional owners of that area. There was an argument between the Arabana people and the Dieri uh, Mitha people that they'd been uh, in dispute for a number of years. Uh, the Dieri Mitha uh, said that it was harm and exploitation of the dream time. They wanted it erased. Um, they took legal action to stop charter flights and visits uh, vehicles visiting the site. So the state government actually closed it shortly after the area closed the area shortly after to the public. Um, the artwork was also called environmental vandalism by the former envirus, vir, environment minister. God, struggle with those words. By the former environment minister Dorothy Cotts and graffiti by the South Australian Chief of Aboriginal Affairs David Ruthman. Uh, 2018, Dick Smith revealed he had a team working on investigating the origins of Maori men for two years, and he was offering 5000 bucks reward for any info leading to its uh, creators. And the South Australian government even said, listen, they wouldn't uh, pursue anything legally if the creators were identified. What so is Dick Smith? He pops yeah, up in the weirdest places. <laughs> Doesn't he? I I thought you know I thought exactly the same thing when I saw that in the, the research notes. I thought Dick Smith, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's a keen he's a keen little bean. Oh, he is. He sees something. He's like you know he's got to get to the bottom of it. I I think yeah you haven't specifically said this, and I don't want to steal your glory or anything, but yep. just so listeners that don't don't fully get what's happening here, this this isn't 
like an ancient uh that was only discovered you know like an ancient structure that was only oh, discovered will, in 1998 yeah i'll be getting the getting okay. the date the dates on on that but you're you're quite right in fact i was going to lead in and say and that's it no mysteries whatsoever about this <laughs> <laughs> i mean it was aliens obviously yeah oh, well, oh, well obviously i mean anyone in their right mind uh no one's actually claimed responsibility there was no eyewitnesses been found, um, notwithstanding the scale of the operation. So here's the bit you were alluding to. We know that Murray Men was created between 27th of May and the 12th of June 1998. So in, in that, uh, you know, that's that's essentially a, a fortnight. You know, what's it? May's got 30, 31 days. Yeah, May's got 30, so that's... Um, 15 days. Uh, they know that because there was uh, images collected uh, from NASA's Landsat 5 satellite in that area where the Murray Man was found, and it goes from undisturbed to the completed figure. And it goes to the completed figure without a whole lot of tracks or, you know, bulldozer tracks or car tracks or anything leading into it. Now, you know, there's wind out there and everything. Things might get uh, blown around, but it's funny how it just sort of, it just appears. Needless to say, there's a few conspiracies, and don't we love a good conspiracy? Mm -hmm. uh, surveyors, uh, you know, I suppose they're the, the, the engineers of the measuring world. They speculate their figure was made by a bulldozer and could have taken weeks to complete, which isn't quite uh in keeping with that that period of time that we outlined above but no one locally at all claims to have seen or heard a thing and there's only one track that goes into and out of the site but there was no footprints no tire marks um even though a thorough police investigation was conducted at the time and it came up with nothing um there was rumors obviously around the town of murray and someone reckoned that the uh, Geoglyph was a stunt by a local scenic flight operator who wanted to profit from tourism generated by its discovery. In, in fact, local charter pl planes really <laughs> they got a good run out of it uh, and still do it as a business. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yeah, which, which, so yeah, so that probably sounds more credible than maybe some of the others. Well, look, potentially, but at the time that it was up there, it was under, still under the native title thing. It was still a potential problem, um, but yeah, it was very, it was very plausible. Uh, other ones was Murray Man was the work of extraterrestrials. Uh, the one I tend to think is the most uh, common sense one. <laughs> or a warning to Pauline Hanson, a politician over here in Australia, regarding racist remarks made about Australian Aborigines. Now, that's not, when, that's not like her to be no. make racist remarks. No, well, they might be they might be pointing where she lives and saying, "You, Pauline, don't do it again." <laughs> um, and so this got this got discovered, and all of a sudden, uh, faxes and press releases started coming out anonymously. So, 
Several anonymous press releases got sent to media and local businesses in July and August 98, suggesting that Mari Man was created by people from the United States. And the reason they think those releases might have been uh, people from the US is they had things like your state of South Australia, the Queensland Barrier Reef, um, and mentioned Aborigines from the local Indigenous territories, which are not terms that we used here and also referenced measurements no exactly so it was sort of a bit of a clue and they they used Mm. miles and yards ah yeah yeah, right and they also mentioned the great serpent in ohio i don't even which is not what yeah exactly it's not well known (laughs) outside the u.s and i said exactly the same what um it was also conjectured that these Features of the press releases might have been red herrings inserted to provide an illusion of American authorship. Uh, so, you know, there was that, that mystery and then mystery on mystery there. Uh, there in 16th of July, 98, a small glass jar was found in a trough freshly dug at the site containing a satellite photo of the Mari man with a note bearing a US flag and references to the Branch Davidians and the Stuart's Giant, Stuart's Giant after the explorer John McDowell Stuart. The details of that note have never been released. So, hmm. Also, in January 1999, the next year, a fax was sent to officials talking about a plaque that was buried five metres under the nose of the figure. And the plaque ended up bearing an American flag, uh, three centimetres by two centimetres, with an imprint of the Olympic rings and bore the words, in honour of the land they once knew, his attainments in these pursuits are extraordinary, a constant source of wonderment and admiration. And that comes from uh, bloke Headley H. Finlayson's 1946 book, The Red Centre. And it comes from a center, section in that book describing the hunting of wallabies with throwing sticks and with fo- photographs of hunters without loincloths and other details that are seen in the Murray Man. And the book deals with the hunters of the Pijanjara tribe. The suggested creator is a bloke called Bardius Goldberg. Now, he was a Northern Territory artist. He died in 2002, lived at Alice Springs, and he was known to be interested in creating a work visible from space. But uh, when questioned, he refused to either confirm or deny it. The story goes that Goldberg got 10,000 bucks shortly before Murray Mann appeared and told his mates about a a project. There's a, a bloke, Peter Clements, the mayor of Kangaroo Island, who said Goldberg gave him a confession of sorts while gravely ill in hospital in Adelaide in 2000. That He said he'd been working on a big project in northern South Australia, and he mentioned the Murray man. Uh, he said he didn't want people to know that he's involved, but he'd left some clues in the ground that will tell the story. Um. Yeah. And now... The GPS technology at that time, it was, it was pretty good, but it wasn't too bad um, because it was so exact. Mining companies came in for a, a bit of a mention in the conspiracy theories. Because, as you can see, there's no shortage of them. 
So, so 1990s, Western Mining was uh, working on water bores and pipelines for their dam, uh, tapping into the Great Artesian Basin, another thing which we've mentioned uh, on our Two Ticks Town Talks. Uh, they would have contacted a guy to dig a trench, a local man said, and maybe he got bored when he finished, had some leftover fuel and thought, I'll plug in the coordinates and do the Mari man up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Others suggested that members of the Australian Army or American soldiers stationed in Woomera are responsible because Woomera is, Woomera is not far away. It's within a, I think it's a, I don't know. 100 Ks, couple of 100 Ks, something like that. It's you know pretty much next door to it. But at the end of the day, no one knows for, for sure. And this is the bit that I alluded to with them still doing the flight. So in August 2016, because the thing was starting to um, fade, a whole lot of numerous, uh, numerous, a whole lot of business owners decided uh, that they would get out a grader there and grade it because of the town's tourist draw. Um, this was this was done in conjunction with the uh, Arabana people. Um, in fact, I think I haven't got it down here. I think one of the blokes who was one of their elders could see uh, the benefit in it. Apologies for not having his name, but I do remember seeing his face. Uh, so they... Using accurate GPS coordinates, so this is in 2016 that they got from the original. They used a grader to redraw it over about five days. But it turns out that accurately drawing a, a massive man in the desert's pretty hard, even with um, that extra couple of decades of advances in, GP, in GPS. They're a bit concerned that uh, Murray Man would be a mess if they didn't get it right. But then, in a modern-day version of those faxes that would come through in the late 1990s, an anonymous email turned up with a set of coordinates, and it was correct to an accuracy of 150 millimetres all the way around the 28-kilometre circumference. Oh, wow. Yeah. No one knows who sent that email either, so it's just (laughs) as much of a mystery. And, I mean, that's long after the guy speculated to have built it have have done it the artist he died in 2002 because we're talking 2016 here um so they put in some wind grooves which is a, a way to their things designed to trap water encourage growth of vegetation so they're hoping that those lines start to turn green in the future make the geoglyph more visible and that the chances of it fading will be reduced so that concludes the story of a man from other parts that made his mark on a plateau of land by an unknown hand. Murray, South Australia, and the mystery of the Murray man. Oh, wow. I did, there's so much more to this story oh, yeah. than, than I knew. I didn't know about the 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 US or the the weird press releases that alluded to the US having something to do with it or the Branch Davidians or any of this stuff. How strange there's a dedication plaque buried five metres south of the nose of the figure. That's so weird. It's all weird. The whole thing is very strange. (laughs) Um, Because you're right, and the fact that it happened so quickly, like – 
the the construction of it originally being uh you know having been discovered uh yeah. one day it's there and a couple of days later it's you know one day it's not there and a couple of days later it's there and for it being so big to get it you know damn near well we say perfect but we don't know if they made some mistakes and just kind of rolled with it, let's be honest. But the mm. fact that it proportionally looks, you know, damn near perfect is just an incredible testament to whoever it was. Part of me says, though, like, I kind of love the f- the fun of this. Like, yeah, you know, that if you were part of the, the group of people, because obviously it, w- it couldn't have been like one person. It had to be a, probably a small group of people that did this. And, so. you know, it would just be fun to, to the mystery of it all. It is, it's, it's cool, you know. Um, and that there was and, even that little uh, t- t- twist, you know, with like the artists had died and when they decided, you know, almost 20 years later, ah, oh, look, let's keep it going for tourist things. And that someone knew that um, they were a bit concerned about, ah, oh, if we don't get this right, we're going to stuff it up. And this, that mystery email with exactly the right coordinates. I mean, 150 mil on a 28-kilometre circumference. And sorry, guys, I can't do the uh, maths in my head for, for, for miles and inches, but you get, you get the idea that it just sort of popped out of nowhere. No one claimed anything, and it was just like this voice from that's just been watching the Murray man and seeing this whole mystery and whether it was someone originally involved or whether it was someone who knew the story, it's, it was just a nice little twist at the end that here's just another mystery. Like it hasn't gone away. I I do really like that. I also like, cause I'm sure I was thinking about this as you were, as you were talking and the fact that they used the GPS coordinates or that at least they had the exact GPS coordinates. And we're assuming that they came from someone that was originally involved with it. But now that I think about it, what they could have done that wouldn't, wouldn't have been captured on the satellite imagery was they could have sort of like staked it out. It's outline, you know, with, with small wooden stakes or something like that, which the satellite imagery would never pick that up if they were small enough um, and mm. sort of planned it out before they did it. But the fact that the satellite imagery is, it's not there at all. And then the next one is it's completed. There's yeah. no, there's no halfway in between. It's kind of like nothing. And then it's there kind of really adds to the mystery of it as well. Um <laughs> And I wonder if maybe you know because a lot of these a lot of these satellites are sort of public information when they're traveling over certain areas and stuff like that. So I wonder if maybe that was part of the plan. Maybe it was just a happy accident. I have no idea. But like I said, it was definitely aliens. Yeah. Well, definitely. Well, I think there's one thing we can reasonably <laughs> conclude is, <laughs> is that it was aliens. <laughs> I. I do kind of like that it could have been um what did you say his name was Barnabas Goldberg uh yeah. that that he could have done it I just I like the idea that he's done it and just been real cheeky about it and just taking it you know to his grave sort of thing um yeah it's very impressive and the mystery really adds to it so it, it is a shame that it's very faded I was looking at it on Google Maps and you can see the outline that they've redone but compared to the original uh, the sort of the original works, it is very, very faded these days. You, you sort of have to really zoom in. You have to know where it is on yeah. Google Maps. It doesn't sort of jump out on the 
on the landscape um, anymore, which is a bit of a shame. But yeah, but look, I, I suppose if there's that, if there's the um, the will there to keep it for the tourist draw, because I mean, it would be. Look, I got to got to say, if I was up around Murray, I'd be very tempted to. Um, to fly over and look at it just because and particularly now that I know more about it you know it mm. was it was a, it was quite fun researching this one I sort of thought oh yeah Barry man okay that could be a good one and then dug into it and spent a lot more time reading about this than what I expected to so I'd I'd give it a flyover for a bit of a peek Oh, yeah, definitely, or uh, get the drone in the air, that sort of thing. Um, I, I want them to go out there and fill up the trenches with, like, white gravel or something, you know, make it really stand out. Um, but the logistics and cost of doing something like that would be pretty pretty extravagant. Uh, but All you never that know. sweet tourism money, that's <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, there are, you know, there are, um, what do they call them, petroglyphs of, uh, uh, there's, there's a couple in Europe that are like that where they've put sort of, I think it like, like chalk or some sort of white gravel or something like that into the depression on the hill to so it's you know it it's white when you look at it it's like you know looks like a white chalk drawing on the side of the mountain sort of thing right. so something like that could be done but again uh yeah the will to do it you never know something like never this know. may happen in the future but how cool awesome